guys. It's been a millisecond for us, so. Okay. We're just. Oh, we look like a shit. I was literally going to say we're in a shit talking mood. Oh, 100%. Oh. Anyways, welcome back to episode 32 of What the Fuck Is This Podcast. We are going to continue talking about the secret life of an American teenager. We're going over episode 8, 9, 10. Yeah, sorry. We know we usually do four, but like we literally couldn't take it after no. our month and a half off. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, it was bad. So we just stopped. <laughs> I was like, how many have you watched? And she's like, five. And I was like, well, me too. Let's go for six. <laughs> Three and three. Three and three. Uh, uh. <laughs> but yeah, this episode is this. Uh, this <laughs> not our show. The Secret Life of American Teenager is pretty much shit. Oh, it's getting worse. Yeah, I keep hoping it's gonna get better. It fucking doesn't. No. Um. But yeah, Miranda has some book talk that we can talk about. Oh yeah. Are you gonna read the fine print? Because I think that's what I'm I don't talk think about. I want to. Okay. Because I'm not. I'm. I'm a mafia girl. Okay, that's fine. To die. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to talk about the first two then. I'm reading Final Offer right now, which is the third one, and I'm 42%, so I can, like, tease it, but um, not too much. LinkedIn, get out of my business. Um, <laughs> well, maybe they should get in your business. <laughs> I wish they would. Um, so the fine print... Okay, so it's the series is called <clears throat> Dreamland Billionaires because basically they're... Um, grandpa built Disney World, but it's called Dreamland in that basically their grandpa's Walt Disney, but that's not really important except for in the first one. Um, basically the grandpa passes away and each of the three brothers get a letter of what they have to do to get their inheritance and then their portion of the shares. I found out the other day, like when I was reading the second one, I don't know if I missed it in the first one. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't said. I don't fucking know what happened. Their inheritance is $25 billion a piece. What? The grandpa was worth $75 billion? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense if he owns something that's big like Disneyland. Okay, but anyways. Okay, so. <laughs> they're lucky, okay? My grandpa, he left. <laughs> my grandpa's inheritance, he left. Well, he left all his stuff to two grandkids <laughs> man has like 30 something grandkids he only left it to two and the worst part they're brothers there's another fucking brother <gasps> and he didn't get anything oops <laughs> but okay i can't discuss that with my grandma because he's dead so <laughs> yeah you're like give me the fucking tea before it's, you go a, next I time have, yeah i have a lot of family tea on him he didn't really like my mom but okay. Yeah, anyways. Rude. Anyways, okay. <laughs> so actual story. Yeah, so they they get their letter, they have to do something in order to get their inheritance and their shares. And the shares are going to be split like three, three, and three, so they're all a third owner of the estate. Mm-hmm. But if one of them doesn't do it or whatever, or any of them, whoever doesn't do it, those shares and inheritance go to the father. Because nobody gets along with the father, so... The grandpa kind of thought, like, this is the way to make sure my company's taken care of. Like, they're not going to let it go to him. But also, for that amount of money, I'd do fucking anything. Oh, literally. So, the first book is, the fine print is about Rowan, who I think is the youngest, if I remember correctly. Because I know Declan, which is Terms and Conditions, is the oldest. Mm -hmm. 
I can't remember Rowan and Cal, though. But anyways. I can look it up. <laughs> yeah. Rowan, he has to, he's, he goes to Dreamland, and he is supposed to be, like, interim CEO or whatever, like, and he's supposed to meet with the creators, and some, like, big project needs to be approved or something like that. Okay, so whatever. And basically, um, I think her name is Zahara, if I can remember right. Zara? Zara? I mean, no. Not Zara. <laughs> Zara or Zahara, I can't remember. I don't even know what I'm going to call her, but I really can't remember what her name is. Anyways, she um, is working in like the little, like where you make little girls into a princess when you come to the park. Mm-hmm. But she submits a thing to become a creator and he loves it. He accepts it. And she actually used to work with the grandpa, but then her ex-boyfriend took her idea and was like, she's actually like a terrible creator. And so then the grandpa promoted him and not her. So she has like this idea that she used to work on with Brody, Brady, the grandpa. And, um, yeah, so this is what she wants to do. Okay. And so she submits it. Um, Rowan loves it. And then he is like, meets her like one time basically And then he's like, I don't know why, but I keep going over to her cube. Like, I'm so infatuated with her. I think she's so cute, so sweet, whatever. Like, I can't figure out why. And then, like, the whole book is him finding out, like, what love is. (laughs) The whole drama of the book is, like, he's like, oh, we just have to keep it casual. Like, I have to go back to Chicago. Like, he's always supposed to be interim CEO, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, he has to go back to Chicago. So, Chicago, (laughs) Chicago. Um, when they finally do decide, like, to hook up or whatever, because, like, they have, like, oh, they're, like, you know, it's late at night, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he also pretends to be someone named Scott for a while and draws for her presentations because she can't draw, and he finds out she can't draw and, like, calls her out about it in front of the class, and then, um, she's, like, well, this is embarrassing, and he's, like, oh, don't worry, like, I have a friend or whatever, but then it's, like, his creative outlet is to draw, for her and so there's then, chemistry there's chemistry no yeah and then he's pretending to be scott and so she's like flirting with scott and she's like i feel weird because like i feel like i have feelings for rowan when i hang out with him but like i'm falling in love with this scott guy so then he finally reveals like he's like i can't be like a chicken and hide behind scott anymore to get to know her like something mm-hmm. is clearly going on here for me i need to tell her who i am and so he tells her and um, she's like, wow, you fucking lied to me. Like now she's pissed. Like you made me feel guilty for months and months and months that I was falling in love with two men. Like how could I string someone along? She's fucking pissed with him. And then she eventually comes around and she's like, okay, well like at least it was like, she talks to her roommate and stuff. And then she's like, at least it's the same person. Like go yeah. after him. So she gives him a chance and he keeps saying like, it needs to be casual, but then he's doing things that aren't casual. Like a casual relationship, like friends with benefits things. Like he's not doing those things. He's doing like boyfriend things. And so she's like, well, it's kind of like mixed messages. And then she like basically gives in to him and is like, so we're dating. And then he gets all freaked out. And he's like, no, we're not dating. And he like fucks it up. I don't remember what he does exactly. But he fucks it up. And then she's like, I'm never going to forgive you or whatever. Well, obviously she does. And then they're together. But the better, oh, that's a good book. Don't get me wrong. It's a really good intro. But the better one is Terms and Conditions because they're an arranged marriage. And it's his assistant. It's his assistant. And so she gets this one girl, like at the very beginning of the book, she gets the girl. Because what he needs to do to get his inheritance is he's the oldest. He's going to be like the CEO of the Mm -hmm. whole like corporation, not just Dreamland. Like Dreamland is like a, 
Because they also would have had, yeah, they have like, like the studios that make movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, he's going to get like the whole fucking thing. And, um, oh, but at the end of the book, he stays in Florida for her um, and doesn't leave Dreamland. And he's CEO of Dreamland. And so he's like reporting to his brother or whatever. But not the point. Well, it is the point, <laughs> but not really. The better one, Declan. Okay, so he's COO or something right now. And he, the only person above him is his dad. And the whole purpose is they want to get the dad out because the dad stepped up in, while the grandpa was sick. Mm. So he needs to, and what he needs to do in his letter to get all his stuff and become CEO is get married and create an heir. Man or woman, they don't care, but they want him to get married and have a baby. So she finds the assistant. I mean, she's been his assistant for like three to five years. I can't remember. And, um, but her job is to get like the wife. Mm-hmm. And so she has the wife, but then Declan scares her off at the engagement party. And she's like, don't worry. I signed my NDA. I'm not going to talk, but like, I just don't, I can't marry him. Mm-hmm. He's like too much. So Iris is like, fuck it. I'll go out there. I'll marry him. And like at the time you think it's like, because she knows like what's on the line. But through the book, we find out she does that because she's in love with him and she saw her fucking opportunity. So she fucking snatched that shit up and she went out there and it's just such a better one because they already have like the chemistry of being friends. Yeah, the, uh, the relationship's already established. Yeah, it's not, like, so I didn't it. have to wait through the whole like get to know you phase and then, <laughs> um, <sighs> um, so we do that. They obviously get married. The dad, like, starts telling, like, press outlets and stuff, like, that that's why they're married. So they're, like, picking it apart when they're in public. So now they have to go on fake dates and make it look good. And Declan is, like, really good at being a boyfriend. And she's like, how the fuck is this possible? Like, he hasn't even dated since I've known him. How can he be? It's because he's actually in love with her, too. And he doesn't know, he's like, I don't know why I want to be sweet with her. I don't know why I want to say these things. Just like Rowan was like, I don't know why I want to fucking go to her cube. I don't know why I want to draw text (laughs) or draw pictures for her stuff, her presentation, all this stuff, right? Okay. He's like falling in love with her. And then when Cal or Rowan tries to tell her that, him that, he's like, no, that's bullshit or whatever. And then she's also friends with Cal. And like, because that's the only person in her life that would ever understand like why. Why he, or why she, like, can't have any real friends and stuff. And so, anyways, long story short, though, they keep doing all this cute stuff. And he's, like, slowly falling in love with her. And then they're working, they've been working on this project for the last two years to get a dreamland in Tokyo. And um, their whole fight comes from the fact that they go to dreamland in Florida, get to hang out with Rowan and Zara, Zara, whatever her name was. And while they're there... She, um, okay, she's supposed to be touring the plants because she loves plants and with Zara, but then Declan calls her and is like, this is a shit show. Like my dad showed up, whatever. And he's like, I need you. And she drops everything to go be with him. And I was screaming, but then the dad fucks everything up. 
And he's like, you know why I'm here? It's because she set up an out-of-office for you, and I knew exactly where to find you, so I came here so that I could be part of this deal because I'm actually CEO and you're not CEO. And he starts all this shit, and then he's already all, like, pent up because the guy from Tokyo is, like, not seeming to be interested. He thinks his whole deal deal from the last two years is going to fall through. And he snaps at her and is like, you can't do anything right. Like, you fucked up my shit, blah, blah, blah. So now she's crying. She runs off to Chicago because she's a cane. So she takes the private jet, stranding him there, which is going to be important. She goes to Cal and she's staying with Cal for a while. And when he, like, goes to go after her, he's like, okay, let me go back to the hotel room like I don't care about this deal like I care about Iris like I'm not yeah I'm not even in this deal anymore <clears throat> regardless of the fact that like I'm already fucked up over yeah. the fact that he's not interested and my dad's trying to fuck with my shit like I can't think about anything other than Iris but he runs around the hotel looking her for her for so long because she didn't write in her note like in her note she wrote like this is my two weeks <gasps> yes and so he thinks she went and got a different room. She's like trying to, and so by the time he figures it out, the jet is long gone. He has to fly commercial back to Chicago because uh, she took the jet. He deserves it. Oh no, I was thriving. So he shows up at Cal, and Cal is like, mm, "Fuck you, buddy! Like you fucked up big time." And I really don't like Cal, and I'm having a hard time with him in this book too because, I mean, it has nothing to do. He has addictions to alcohol and drugs because he had an injury. Like fine. It's not to do with that, but, like, the other two were assholes just because, like, their mom died. They didn't know love. Like, their dad would hit them and stuff. Like, yeah. they don't know what love is, so they're not meaning to be assholes. They're just closed off from their emotions. Cal is literally just a fucking asshole because he's standing in the door telling Declan, like, no, you can't make things right with your wife. Like, why the fuck not? Like, he's telling you. Yeah, he's standing he's there telling you, I fucked up, like... I realized that the second she walked away, I went around the hotel, whole hotel, look, whole <laughs> hotel looking for her. Like, you don't yeah. understand. I'm here to make it right. And he's like, mm, she doesn't want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. Like, being a fucking dick. But anyways, when they finally do get back together, they're like yelling at each other and stuff. And they're like, because he's like, she's like, why are you such a dick to your employees? Like, you fire people for using Ariel. <laughs> Like, or Times New Roman font instead of Ariel. What's that about? He's like, it's company policy. And she's like, it's a font. And he's like, you're just lexic and you can read sans serif fonts better than serif fonts. <laughs> like, I did it for you. Like, they're screaming at each other. And it's just, like, so full of passion and love. And, like, Ugh. oh, it was just such a good fucking book. I love it so much. And then, like, like I said, the fine print. Cal is supposed to go sell the summer house to get his inheritance, but Alana lives there. Alana is his ex-girlfriend who he left because he chose alcohol over her. And so, again, I just don't really like the book. Like, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm excited (laughs) to read it. But I read Terms and Conditions in, like, three days over the long weekend. Like, it was so fucking good. And it only took me, like, five days to read um, the fine print. But I, like, didn't want to go through the get to know you. But this book's annoying because, like, they just made out. And he's like, oh, this was a huge mistake, blah, blah, blah. And he keeps, like, choosing alcohol. Even though he knows, like, he's yeah. like, he's like, oh, I don't want to feel the way I feel about Alana. So I'm going to go get drunk. Like, fuck, dude. And then he's, like, literally just a deliberate asshole. 
Yeah, no. It's just so hard, but I know, like, come the next <clears> time <throat> we record, I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and remember that I need to update it, because I know I'm gonna be in love with Cal by the end of this. Like, yeah, he probably. is such a good person, like, now that I'm actually seeing his perspective, he has such a good heart, and he's so sweet to Alana, and Alana... Uh, why are you looking like that? Uh. <laughs> so upset at this book. No, literally. He's like, you're pissing my mom off? <laughs> but anyways, Alana has a daughter, well, sort of. It is full custody, her daughter, but, like, her sister had it. But her sister's, oh. like, a deadbeat. And so, which that's also how the book starts with Cal accusing her of not telling her him he had a daughter. And then it was like, well, then if it's not mine, you had to be sleeping around pretty quick. So, like, he's just a fucking dick because he doesn't want to have emotions. Yeah. Whereas, like, the other two were dicks because they didn't know how to have emotions. Yeah. And I just, like, it's, it's just so annoying. But, like, at the end of the day, he's so good to Alana and Cammy. And I'm like, just be that fucking person. Like, I know I'm going to love it because he's going to figure out how to be that person yeah. for her. But, but, like, why fuck, you, it's taking so there? long to get there. Yeah. Ugh. That's also such a weird... Like, the other two I understood of, like, their terms and conditions or whatever the fuck they're called. Right. To get their money. But this one, you have to sell a house. You have to sell the house that your ex-girlfriend's living at that said, never come back if you're going to choose alcohol over me. Like, Maybe what? my grandpa knew that they were good for each other. Maybe. He's playing matchmaker in the afterlife. <laughs> I think that's why I like reading, like, the Mafia series books, because usually it's either about, like, a, it's about a family, so it's, like, the brothers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And the way that the brothers are always, like, when it's, like, their point of view, they're like, oh, I can tell my brother Sorry. loves her because he's acting this way towards this person, and he's, like, or towards her, and he's never done that for anybody before, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and, like, I'm just like, wow, wow, like, I can tell my sibling loves this person because of this, and they're so protective of that. Yeah. Are you ready for secret lies? Huh? No. Alright. Episode 8, guys. Season 2, episode 8. A new kind of green. George takes matters into his own hands, hoping to smooth out his relationship with both David and Anne. Elsewhere, Amy asks Ricky if he knows anything about Ben having sex in Bologna. And Grace and Adrian pay a visit to Ashley and George's house. Ricky learns about Adrian's plans and becomes upset that Adrian will be moving next door to Amy. Anne tells David that she won't move into his house. While David urges Anne to think about or think through her and George's relationship, giving the car to Anne instead of Amy. At the same time, George allows Adrian's mother and father to see the house, and Ben and Ashley suspect Amy and Ricky did more together than watch over John. During the summer, by Amy, but Amy tells Ben that Ricky only slept over. Elsewhere, Adrian is confused about a relationship with Ricky and tries to resolve matters between them. Ricky makes it clear to Adrian that they are too young to commit, and Grace invites Madison over. Oh my god, that was so stupid. Griffin assures <laughs> George that he is watching over Ashley, and Adrian forms an angry, informs an angry Amy that George accepted her offer on the father's house. Oh my god, this is too much. I don't understand how Adrian can act like this. She has no pull at all in buying and selling a home. I wrote Adrian is getting worse and worse. No, it's so terrible. I don't know why they wrote her like that. No. Ah! I wrote on my pants. 
<laughs> I, okay, we talked about this last episode, but I'm, I want to talk about that she, the mom was just not going to tell him that she knew. Yeah. Yeah. She was 100% committed in not letting him know that that was his baby. That was his baby. Like, huh? And everybody else knows. <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh, Amy says about Ben that he's acting all grown up and reasonable. Ma'am. 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 He had to have had sex because he's acting all grown up and reasonable. You had sex and let's look at you. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? I wrote Amy is like stupid selfish. Literally. If, like everything has to revolve around her. Literally. Like Adrian, yes, stuff has to revolve around her, but she's not selfish about it. No. Like she's still very good friends with Gracie even after like all that other shit happened with Gracie and Ricky and all that other stuff. And she knows that some stuff comes more importantly than that. Mm-hmm. And Amy's just like, no, I'm number one, bitch. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Um, <clears throat> Amy- oh, this is when Anne says, I'm not in love with him. <laughs> I can't fucking feel my arm. Um, <laughs> thanks. Um, this is when Anne says that she's. In, not in love with him, but she loves them or whatever. Anyways, okay, go with yours. But um, Adrian wants to be in a serious relationship with Ricky now. Were they not? Like now, she wants to be in a one hundred percent for real relationship with him. Literally, I don't understand because, especially because she. They, like, know they've been cheating on each other. Yeah, but they, they don't. continue to cheat on each other. And now it needs to be for real. Yeah, I just don't, like, I, I don't fucking understand her. Ugh. Um, I do want to know what a- what Amy has against Adrian. Because from what I can remember, she has done nothing other than be in a relationship with Ricky. Right. I think that's pretty much it for Amy. But, like, I also... But, like, the animosity that Amy has towards Adrian pisses me the fuck off. I know. I mean, like... Part of me can understand it because we see the way that Adrian talks to Ricky about Amy and the son, mm-hmm. but Amy doesn't see that. Yeah. So it's either like a writer's like plot hole where I they know what Adrian is doing, and like sure she acts entitled or whatever, but she's never really treated Amy that bad until Amy would start having an attitude with her, and then it's like irritating. I think Amy hates Adrian <clears throat> because Adrian's the only one that's willing to stand up to her. Yeah, or she has a connection with Ricky that Amy can't have. Mm, that's true. That it could go both ways. Their their anger towards each other goes yeah. after the same thing. What was that fight that they were having? And what did she say? She was like, "You might have a baby with him, but he doesn't love you." I was right. cracking up. <laughs> I'm like, honestly though, but like, um, and then my last line is, "I like Griffin." <laughs> I like Griffin. He's the best thing that's happened to this show so far. Yeah. Okay, I have two things, because this powwow in George's house was so fucking weird, but two things <laughs> came out of it. Amy's expecting the whole house and the SUV from David. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And then, she forgot John. Oh, I didn't write that down. Uh, how? She forgot John when they're getting ready to go to school. And then she's like, had the ne- what is it, the next episode? She's all mad with Ben about it or whatever, and she's acting like she's mad at Ben for her forgetting her own baby. Oh my fucking god. Literally. Ugh. 
was like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, I forgot John. And then, oh, the only other thing that I wrote for this episode was that she is also mad at Finn because I wonder what happened over there in Italy. He's told you, you won't accept the answer. You are the one that thinks he's lying. Yeah. No matter how many times he tells you the same goddamn story over and over and over and over and over. And Ben does not seem like the type that's going to lie. He no. Just, man can barely hold his breath. He can't hold in a secret. <laughs> Literally. Like, what do you want from him? Ugh. Also, I was washing my dishes, like my, my hand on them. Willow walked all over my paper after getting <laughs> in the sink. Episode 10 is trash. Okay. Anyways, that's episode, all you have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, episode 9. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? This episode is Hot Nuts. I fucking can't. Okay. Tom gets upset when Jack fixes a cabinet. Adrian's father asks her to improve her relationship with Amy. Jack apologizes to Tom for trying to take his fatherly place and attempts to teach Tom to throw a football, but Tom intentionally throws the ball into Jack's groin. Ricky urges Adrian to undo the trouble she has made with Amy and threatens to never come near her again unless she does so. Ben receives a postcard written in, Ita- in Italian and asks Leo if there's anything about sex written on the card. Leo urges Ben not to tell anyone, including himself, about Ben's doing in Italy. Meanwhile, Amy remains angry at Adrian and refuses to accept her many half-written apologies Ricky asks Amy if she thinks that they could ever be in a relationship together, but Amy declares that she loves Ben and doesn't trust Ricky. Ricky responds to Amy that he loves Adrian and comes back from a date with George. Together they tell Ashley that Anne is having a boy. Okay. I think it's hilarious how mature Adrian thinks she is. Oh, yeah. Like, I understand you're friends with, like, literal children, and you probably are the most mature out of them, but you're also taking your mature energy to stoop to their level. Yeah. And I also, be a complete child. I hate how she dresses older. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. Um, Ashley doesn't want her family together now. Yeah. Ashley, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Couldn't But she, I feel like she's only doing this because... Amy's the one that's telling her that she doesn't want her dad to move back in. Like, Amy's being selfish. Right. Saying that she needs a room for herself and for the baby. Right. You can't fit a baby. You can't fit a kid in your own fucking room. Be fucked up for real. It's tiny. Well, this baby's huge. All of a sudden. <laughs> um, so I don't get that. No. I don't get it. I also don't get the white. Adrian was so shocked that Ricky gives Amy $50 a month. Or a I week. think it was a shock because she didn't know about it. Right, but like it's like it's a normal thing, but it also kind of shocked me because I was like, why are they just now establishing this? I guess to me it seems so insignificant, mm-hmm. but like, duh, he gives her money. I guess like maybe I was just assuming like he's helping out. He's not making yeah. Amy buy everything. There, he's got to be buying diapers and bottles and stuff, yeah. and not only just for his house. Like it's a baby, you know what I mean? Like I guess to me I just assumed there was an exchange of at least goods. So when he was like, yeah, I just gave her $50 a week, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. I do think that they need to go to court. I Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, you're 15, just work it out. Yeah, but I think <clears throat> Amy needs to get a fucking clue. Yeah, okay, for that sake. Yeah, because she's not understanding that, like, I'm the mother, what I say goes. 
Like, he's the father. Yeah. Takes two She doesn't though. have the same respect for him. Anyways, yeah. okay. Um, I Amy... was cracking up. Oh, wait. You can go first. I was going to say, Amy gets in this fucking fight with a guy named Counselor slash football coach. Thinking he's just a football coach. Treats him like fucking shit until she finds out he's a guidance counselor. And then she's only suspended for a day. Adrian acts like she won a fucking war by getting this bitch suspended. She continues to string the story into more and more exaggerated mm-hmm. details every time she tells someone about mm-hmm. it. I just was so irritated with the both of them. I'm like, you're acting like 10-year-olds. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, move on. But I wrote, how is Adrian a slut? I think because, it's just because she has a lot of sex, but it's only with one person, so I don't think they okay. know what slut that's what means. I was, that's what I was thinking, because I wrote, Amy literally had a one-night stand and got pregnant. Like, if I we're trying to compare... Right. I I would qualify Amy more as a slut. Exactly. I don't think Adrian. they know what slut means. Like, I think they just think of it as, like, someone who has, like, a lot of sex, but, like... Huh? Like... Yeah. I, anyways. Okay. And then Amy spit on her? Oh, Yeah. That was disgusting. Uh, I want to talk about <laughs> Jack fixing the cabinet and Tom getting mad. Oh, this was so <laughs> ridiculous to me. I was like, huh? I was cracking up. This was so... Uh... Oh, in that fight with the guidance counselor, Amy admits that the band is better than the football team. Oh, yes. It's oh, so random. And then, yeah. and then she's like, you're our warm-up or whatever. And I'm like... <laughs> Nobody goes to watch the band. Nobody. Anyways. Um, Madison and Jack. I'm so confused about this. Because they have that interaction in the hall. And Madison says, like, why do all the boys leave me or whatever? Grace catches her. She tries to pass it off that she's just talking about Jason. She's venting. Yeah. Whatever. But then they go into that room to have a dead parents meeting. And he's like, Jason left you? And, like, he's acting like he never met Madison in his whole entire yeah. life. And I'm like... And then I'm confused because both Grace told you and then Madison told you, supposedly in the hall, that when Grace caught you, she was just complaining about Jason to you. Why yeah. are you playing dumb? Like, you've never met Madison in your entire fucking yeah. life. And then I'm confused because whenever What's-His-Name comes in her ex, <clears throat> she's, like, still obsessed with him. And then later on, she's like fucking obsessed with Jack. Like I don't understand I what's don't going on. No, this. So is... like, did they hook up? Did they not hook up? Just fucking let us know. Honestly, I wrote it here, and it's a good time to say it. This is the biggest shit show I've ever seen on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody knows where anybody's going. I think this is the same one we felt about Riverdale when there was too many storylines going on. Yes, this is what it is. Yes. And it's fucking annoying. Okay. Oh, I thought it was hilarious that Anne does not give a shit that Amy got suspe- suspended. She's like, this is great. You can go to the mall with me before we go pick up John. <laughs> huh? I feel like that's the type of mom I'm going to be. Yeah. But I would get mad at my daughter for calling somebody else a slut. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Amy is jealous of Adrian. And we figure out that Amy kind of wants to be with Ricky. Yeah. Like, it's established now. Yeah, I agree. But Amy is still a terrible fucking person. <laughs> yeah, and she, I don't remember what she said, but she said something about, like, not wanting to be with Ben or something like that. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, y'all got married. Like, you can't, I don't, you made a commitment for life. You've been telling everyone that, and now, I don't know. I Be fucking for real. That's and then this was, like, one of my last straws with Adrian. 
And she gets better next episode, so maybe she got some back. I don't know. But then she's, like, talking to her dad, and she's like, oh, but you wouldn't tell the the, the victim to be friends with a mugger. And I'm like, <laughs> the fact that you always feel the need to compare yourself to the victim is, like, getting yeah. out of hand. I was also, I don't understand what this big thing about is, like, you have to apologize to her. She's going to be your neighbor. I think it's I don't get it. less about the neighbor and more about the fact that you're dating her baby's father. Yeah, but, like, everybody was telling, like, the dad, oh, yeah, dad no, and stuff. Like, that to me, I don't understand. No, no, I don't either, but I'm saying, like, for them, I'm like, Yeah, for Ricky, I understand about... him wanting her to apologize to yeah, Amy. Because that makes sense. He's, she is fucking up everything, and he does like her, but then now they don't like each other, and they're breaking up. Yeah, but the but, dad being like, you need to go apologize, she's going to be your neighbor. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking you about? You also have no grip on reality. They, She's dating the baby's father. Like, yeah. I... The baby's not going anywhere anytime fucking soon. No, but I was just like, dude, literally you can live next to somebody and never interact with them your entire life. Oh, yeah. So why does it matter that she I did? don't know that guy at all. That's what I'm saying. Like, my neighbor, literally we talked to her one time and we were like, hey, our ball um, fell over your fence. Can we grab it? And she was like, yeah, but y'all can just hop over the fence whenever you want. And I was like, okay, cool. So we never talked to her after yeah. that. And we'd go get the ball all the time. Yeah. <sighs> Doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> okay. Are you ready for episode 10? Mm-hmm. I love this episode. Yeah. Knocked up. Who's there? <laughs> How did I not see that? <laughs> oh, I'm about to name the pod episode that. Yes. Ben Wait, needs- no, because it's somebody they're gonna think one of us is knocked up and it's not me. Can't be me. Right now, I know it's not you probably. <laughs> not yet. We'll see. <laughs> Ben meets a girl named Heather who's pregnant and asks him to hang out with her. Grace believes that she and Jack should talk at a teen abstinence group at the church, presenting their reasons why to wait to have sex elsewhere. Anne is put on bed rest and George tells Amy not to go out with Ben. Amy refuses to listen to her father, believing he is not the boss of her. Meanwhile, George gets a dog, which upsets Anne. Amy fails to go out with Ben for the night. Heather and Ben go on a friend date and Ben decides that he is not the right friend for her. Ricky tells Adrian that he doesn't see himself marrying and raising a family with anyone including her nor Amy. In the future Adrian tells Ricky she wants to er, be with either of them in the future. And then Adrian tells Ricky she wants to openly see other people. Amy tells Heather that she and her family will be there for her for Heather when the baby arrives, if she needs them, and thanks George for being there for her throughout her own pregnancy. Um, this whole episode was a shit show. I don't no. have much on it. I don't either. I I said another pregnant girl. What's in the water at this school? In the coffee. <laughs> yeah, I was cracking up because basically it's in like saying that they're basically trying to say that, or the rumor is that Ben has a fetish for pregnant women. Yeah, and I was just like, what? Like. What? Yeah. I think Grace gives herself too much credit, too much power, whatever you want to say. Because she's like, people think it's okay to... People in this, at the church, young people at the church that they go to, think it's okay to have sex because they did? Like... No. Nobody gives a fuck. Like... No. It's not a promise they made to you. No. The promise that they made to God. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. I... And I think Jack was completely right when he's like, no, this is wrong. Like, 
it's not even like that this is embarrassing. Like, this is wrong and it doesn't make any fucking sense for y'all. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Ashley wants to date that guy. Oh, yeah, but she... Huh. She made Griffin promise her that they weren't good. They, they were aren't going to date. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, but she wants to date him. Um, I put Amy is so ungrateful. Who knows what that I was talking about, but it's true. Yeah, I also thought this episode was funny because she wants to be treated as an adult. She tells people she's an adult and she gets treated like an adult and talked to like an adult by her father. And she's fucking pissed. Yeah. Ma'am, get a fucking grip. Oh, I think it was because... She was trying to get somebody to babysit the baby. Right. And it's like, she doesn't seem to realize she has all the help around her. Right. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, everybody's willing to fucking help you. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Um, Tammy's uh, attitude towards Gracie, I fucking love it. It's just her and Tom. Boo, you suck. Get off the stage. Like she's like, I don't want to go to this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Mom's making us go to this. Oh. Oh, and then Amy talking about Dad can't tell me what to do. He doesn't live under this roof. That, uh, that doesn't mean he's not your father. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't understand this bitch at all. So just because your dad doesn't live in your house, that, like, you act like, oh, she acts it. like it's, like, Adrian, when Adrian's dad came back into her life and he told her what to do, she was like, no, fuck you. And that's logical. Yeah. But Amy's acting like her dad was never fucking around. No. What are you talking about? Um... I thought we were going to find out that Adrian wants to wait for marriage, but no, she just wants to stop sleeping with Ricky because he's not going to be her husband. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, but I like I, that. This is why I love Adrian now. Like this episode, I'm like, she's turning it around because it's like she's starting to realize that Ben doesn't want a family. He doesn't want a wife. Right. And the whole time, the reason why she's been putting out so much to for him is because she wanted that with him. Yeah. But now she's trying, she's like seeing like, oh fuck, like he doesn't want this at all. Right. Doesn't matter if it's with me or anybody else. He doesn't want it. Right. And now she's like, I need to find somebody else that wants that life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, ben goes to talk to the pregnant girl. This was so weird to me. Like why? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And then Amy talks to the pregnant girl and, She's like, oh, we're here for you. Yeah. You need. Also, is this also going to be a turning a, a point to turn around for Amy? Because was, she realizes that she has everybody in the world helping her. And yeah. this girl literally has nobody. Yeah. Even also, if she gives up the baby, she can't go back to her parents. Like, yeah. That's fucked. I also want to know how old this girl is because it's insinuating that she's like 16 or like 17 or whatever. Like, she's not that much older than them, probably right. the same age. Right, right. But then she says, I've been saving, I took my, I was saving up my birthday money since I was 16 and I no, haven't used that. No, she said for the last 16 years. Oh, okay, okay. So like, that makes sense. Yeah, all yeah. the birthday money she's ever gotten, she's never spent on anything. <laughs> I thought she meant like when I turned 16 and 17. Yeah. All the money I had saved up. Um, let's go back to the church where, it, where Gracie's finishing her speech and then Jack's like, you feel guilty because you want to do it again. Yeah. And... She's like, she doesn't want to admit it. And so instead of admitting it, she says, 
I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> uh, oh, I want to talk about the main character of this episode tonight. The dog that can call 911. <laughs> <laughs> and the way they didn't stop him! Yeah! What are you doing? Maverick, can you call 911? The, the ambulance guy, he's like, well, he's not, he's not practicing. He called multiple times. And then she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> and then he just leaves. Dude, that dog is great. Yeah. I'm obsessed with the dog. Anyways, time for the tea. So, for this week's tea, um, more pop culture. Yeah. I'm going to talk more about shit talking. These. Oh, oh, hold on. I need to look up their ages. Grown ass women. That much I do know. Oh, sorry. Did we wake you up? Do, do, do. These almost 30-year-olds, acting like high schoolers. No, literally 14-year-olds. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the trash Kylie Jenner, the trash Hailey Bieber, and who the fuck else was it? Was it just them two? There's somebody else. Mostly them, but I think maybe Kendall. Hold on. Kaylee might. Kendall might have been in it. Who knows? But then, against the one and only fucking queen, Selena Gomez. Literally. Which, she has done so much of her career that what you're doing is fucking minuscule. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. she fucking built her own fucking name. What did you do? Your sister had a sex tape. Yeah. You married into a Bieber. Yeah. Like. And even then, like, you are Baldwin, which is a name already, like. She was like a D-less celebrity. I, to this day, she still is. Right, right. Because her dad isn't very famous, but her uncle is Alec, mm-hmm. which is and super he's fam- funny. He's pretty. He's like famous, but not. Like, right now, he's famous for bad yeah. reasons. <laughs> um, but like, it's super funny to me that Alec's kids have like no relevance. Because doesn't yeah. he have Ireland Baldwin too, which like nobody knows who that is. Yeah. And then Stephen Baldwin, who like. Couldn't fucking tell you what he does. Is he an actor, maybe? Uh, and then he had Haley, who's, like, trying to be... But, but anyways, they're fucking beefing with Selena Gomez for no goddamn reason. And it, it didn't... I mean... They're jealous for stupid reasons. Yeah. There's yeah. Literally... Like, to make fun of, like, her just trying to be like, oh, I fucked up too. Like, look at my over-laminating eyebrows. Yeah, and but she, like, like... You can tell the reason, like, that she put it on there. Was to make fun of herself. Like, she's yeah. doing it to be funny. Yeah. And then y'all are taking that as, like, oh, let's bully her. Like, yeah. She already called herself out on it. Yeah. It's just making you look bad. You're making yourself look no, bad. No, literally. And then I, okay, so then I was, I listened to The Toast, the podcast, The Toast. Um, in The Toast, they said Kylie spoke out and was like, that's not what it's about, blah, blah, blah. And literally, how could it be about anything else? No, that. And then the toast was like, she's probably coming out with like a mascara line, so she's been posting her eyes like a lot more. And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck no. up. No. No. Literally no. 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 There's no fucking way. Stop beefing with the queen Selena Gomez. Literally, she came from nothing. She's from my hometown. You think yeah. I'm not gonna support her? Exactly. Well, even then, like, even if Haley was from your hometown, we'd be supporting Selena. <laughs> 
like, oh, and then she started, Haley started doing TikTok lives or something, Instagram lives, where she's cooking. She's cooking. No, that's Selena's. <laughs> it's her thing. Oh, the way she's trying to be her so fucking bad, and she's just not. Literally. Like, you already have her ex-boyfriend. You're married to her ex-boyfriend. Like, why like, are you obsessed with her? Why are you trying to be her? Make it make sense. Would you like to be in the podcast? No, I'm playing with my dog. Riling okay. your dogs up. We need to know whose side you're on. Selena Gomez or Haley Bieber? I don't care about that shit. Just pick one. I don't know. Okay. Do you want to say hello to the podcast? You're pretty infamous. We talk about you a lot. We talk about you a lot. Pure shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I need to go in there, but... Go in there. I don't want to impede. You just go in there. She'll blur you out. It's okay. No, it's cool. Yeah, do you not want to be... You want to be anonymous? Anyways. <laughs> Ugh. The most bullshit thing ever. Yeah. Get over it. Food. You've been out of high school for fucking years. Grow Act up. like the adult you're supposed to be. Grow up, literally. Grow up. Ugh. Literally. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that is it for this week's podcast. Um, you can go ahead and follow us at What the Fuck Is This Podcast on YouTube, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. Is that on Bucky's? No. It looks like it's supposed to be. Is that on Bucky's? <laughs> oh, is that from the popcorn place you were telling me about? Yeah. This is Bucky's. Busted, busted? Okay. Anyway, Let me do this outro. We don't know anything. Okay. Make sure to follow us on What the Fuck Is This Podcast on Instagram, Facebook. He gave him a piece of it. Um, and Facebook? TikTok? TikTok. Yeah. I don't know which one I was missing. I was missing one of them. I didn't say Twitter, though. <laughs> but, yeah. Here you go. Okay. That's it. Adios. Thanks for tuning in, See guys. See you next Thursday. Bye.